Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fings. We're back, man. Episode 270. Yes, sir. All right, before we get into topics, I just want to share something with you guys real quick. Earlier today, I was starving, super hungry, right? Now, I was going to head to one of my favorite restaurants, but as I drove by or near it, there was an In-N-Out burger. Now, I haven't been to In-N-Out burger for years because I'm not the biggest fan of it. And they got horrible fries. But I said, fuck it. It's close. I'm going to get something to eat. So, hey, they did a good job with the burgers, but those fries got to go. God damn. <laughs> those fries, like, they needed to just start handing out a little bag of chips with those fucking burgers. <laughs> That's got to be one of the worst fast food fries, at, like, in the industry. Like, I don't know. I think that's more of a if it's not broke, don't fix it approach. Mm-hmm. Because people stay coming in and out, but that shit is overhyped. The burgers are decent. Yeah, out of a, like, out of a ten, I'll give it a seven and a half. The burgers to me is like a seven. Yeah, about seven, seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Them fries is a motherfucking one. The fries is a one. They bad yeah. man. The fries are absolutely terrible. So and it, yeah, uh-huh. I, I think, Brett, imagine the if because the fries are nasty, and that's what keeps me from going to In and Out primarily. Right. Like just, the fries, just disgusting. Right. Um, but if they had like. Any other fast food restaurants fries. Ooh. And then that would be like, it would be up there. If they had Checkers or Rally's fries, oh, oh it'd be yeah. over. If they had but, McDonald's. But with, ra- with like Checkers, it's a it's a beautiful chemistry because they got like kind of like greasy burgers and stuff like that. So mm. it just kind of blends together like the season fries. Um, yeah. But yeah. I think if you really a, if you really a fat ass, you'll stop by McDonald's and get a large fry and then drive to and In-N-Out. In and out. <laughs> I don't even you know it's crazy. I can't really imagine cuz the fry the fry hamburger combo is very specific. Like you know a Burger King fry has like a unique taste, yeah. you know McDonald's has a unique taste. Yes. So I couldn't even imagine blending them. It doesn't I can't even register that in my brain Shit, like I'll try it. Fry. Shit, I mm-hmm. would try it. It's right there, too. Yeah, I would try, um, definitely would try the rallies uh, slash checkers Mm -hmm. with In-N-Out. That shit would be fire. Fire, yeah. That would be fire. The cool part about it, it it wouldn't really work because they're so far. Well, is there one out there? Not. Ooh, that's a good one. I think there is an In-N-Out out there. It's one. uh, Yeah, it's one um, by that Walmart. Yes, there is. Yeah. It's a newer one. Mm -hmm. So you go there and you drive down the road. It's it's a little bit away, but it's still close enough to where your food's still going to be hot. Yeah, the burger's still be hot. I'm Mm going to have to pull through checkers and be like, let me get that large checker fry. I like it fresh, please. Man. Yeah, sometimes, very rarely, I've driven out there and just got like a hamburger and some fries. Yeah, I've probably been there about two times, about Mm -hmm. two or three times. Yeah, this is so far. If it was closer, I I would probably go more. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get into it, man. Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart was on the cover of Sports Illustrated at the age of 81. She's letting it all hang out. Letting it all hang out. And let me tell you something about Martha Stewart before I read this little art article here. Martha Stewart got a real nice body for being 81. Mm-hmm. You're like, damn, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Her skin is beautiful. Yeah. You know, body pretty nice. Um, honestly, I will say, though, um, the software is wonder, you know, works wonders sometimes. Mm. So she probably got it. She probably like in really decent shape, but right. Yeah, I know. I know the Photoshop is they is smooth that out. Yeah, they be smoothing stuff out. Oh, damn. especially you know that it's like when you when you get to a certain level, everything is supposed to look perfect, right? Right, right, like right. The, you when you think about pop music, the Taylor Swifts and the Dells, it sounds perfect. Yeah, the mix is beautiful. Um, you know when it comes to these like. 
the pictures of Kim Kardashian that she posted on her Instagram. It's, yeah. It's flawless. You know, you know, it's photoshopped. They're touching it up. All the cellulite is removed and stuff like that. So Yeah, because in real life, Kim Kardashian's booty got all kind of lumps in it. Yeah. Her booty <laughs> her like booty, oatmeal, huh? Her booty look like chicken dumplings back there. <laughs> like cream of wheat. It's like some uh her booty look like some pillowcases full of lumps. Look like a orange rind. Her booty looked like it uh I don't want to even, it looked like grits. <laughs> All right, let me get into it. Globally renowned businesswoman Martha Stewart made Sports Illustrated swimsuit history Monday as the 81-year-old was revealed as the oldest cover model in, in publications history. Stewart rose to fame in the 1980s when she began writing cookbooks after her success as a chef. Since those first first cookbooks, Stewart is now uh, the best-selling author to 99 books over the course of her career wow shit she launched her magazine martha stewart living in 1990 all right yeah martha stewart man she got a cut she got like a little bit of late start huh i assume so if she 80 and she really start you know cooking when she was like eight late 80s early 90s like she got a little bit of a she was a little bit older yeah she's a little older Mm -hmm. yeah but martha stewart always looked very vibrant and very like youthful Mm -hmm. you know i wonder how long like Snoop Dogg has known Martha Stewart? It's been a while, I think. Mm-hmm. At least around ten years, probably. Yeah, or more, maybe a little over that. Martha, I, she was so huge back mm-hmm. like when I was a kid. That show, like that. I mean, I low key used to watch it. You know, oh, it was yeah. just such a big show. I was a ma- I still am, but I was a massive fan of Rachel Ray. Rachel Ray. Rachel Ray. I was always like. I, I don't Rachel know what, Ray was kind of thick too. Like, Rachel Ray was really attractive, mm-hmm. and I, I think that was one thing. But she just always had this very bubbly presence about her. Yeah, you know, um, until she made that pozole, I was like, "Did you fuck that up?" Oh, I never seen that. When episode. she poured beer in the pozole, I'm like, "God damn, what the fuck!" She's is like that? Italian, ain't she? Yeah, she Italian. Yeah, you got to stay away from the man. He's like, food. "We're gonna pour the beer in there." Yeah. What, what, That's wild. Yeah, she said, we're gonna put a little bit of OVO in here. No, she said, Evie, a little E V O O. She poured. She put extra virgin olive oil in everything. Yeah, I'm like, God damn. Yeah, she fried some chicken with extra virgin. He olive was oil. like, Come on, come on now. Yeah, but yeah, man. Um, I wonder if Snoop hit it back in the day, man. Because I can see <laughs> Snoop doing that. I can see it, especially if she was like. Because she's 81 now. You take away 10 years, maybe yeah. pay 12 years. She probably could have been like 68 or something. Yeah. <clears throat> damn, some of my throat. Oh, damn. I could see Snoop like, man, this pussy good. <laughs> <laughs> damn, cuz, this pussy good. Like, nigga, fuck your fork. <laughs> I ain't your motherfucking stepdaddy anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think Snoop be like. Drop it like it's hard. Drop it like it's hard. No, I can see Snoop looking and and messing with Martha Stewart just to get insider information. Mm-hmm. He'd be hitting it from the back like, what you know about the stock market? <laughs> she was getting her insider What you know up. about the stock market, cuz? <laughs> yeah, because people forget she did go to prison. She yeah. went to prison for five months. Mm. <clears throat> but she ended up being able to employ some of the women that were in there. She, made, she made some friends. It was a black yeah. woman that was like, I was locked up with Martha. She no. wasn't, she wasn't scared about she wasn't scared of nobody. She was just like doing her own thing to herself, but we became friends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Dang, that's crazy." Martha she, she would have killed the game if she had like a prison cooking show. That would have been crazy. Like making freaking uh spreads. It's like, "Okay, guys, we're making noodles." <laughs> They've been making cakes in there. It's all kind of super creative stuff. It's like, "What we're going to do, we're going to get the noodles and when we mince them up, we're <laughs> going to mix them with the salt." 
And, and then we're going to get some flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> this thing is crazy. We're, we're going to use a little <laughs> bit of shallots. Um, and with, since we don't have shallots here, we're going to get canned tuna. And we're going to mix it. We're going to put a little garnish on the side of the plate. We're like, damn. A little garnish. She didn't turn a, pri- she didn't turn a prison fucking uh, <laughs> spread into a full-fledged meal. <laughs> That's wild, yo. <laughs> Inmates be, what's crazy is some people go to prison and they get out and they still be eating like they still in prison. Yeah, that nigga... Uh... That nigga Wallow, he took an episode of a million dollars worth of game and he made a spread. But he made it like, it wasn't a spread where like, I'm going to turn on the stove and I'm going to boil the noodles. The nigga did it like straight like the prison way. Oh my God. Like he had a bag of water Mm. and then he put the freaking extension cord in the water and plugged it in the wall. And it was, oh, it was was too much. It was way too much. Yeah, man. It it was crazy too. And it took a long time too. People that are locked up, that are institutionalized, they find ways to do all kinds of shit. Yeah, you just got time to think. People in prison make the most creative prison shanks you've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Ever. Out of toothbrushes. Yeah. Yeah. Toothbrush or... It'll be like a pencil. Yeah. That the pencil's so sharp that they wrapped it in plastic and made it sharper. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, you're stabbing people with this shit. Yeah. Walking around with that. I seen a prison shank. Like they had a um like a, a big old like a big like list of different shanks in prison. Mm-hmm. And it, this one looked like it was a fucking sword. I'm like, dude, how did you sneak Are that you in? That around? They yeah. said that sometimes those guys be keistering those things. Put in a booty. Yeah. yeah so you be like, crazy. hey, what's up, Bobby? How you doing? <laughs> He's like, oh, <laughs> fuck. God. Oh, this nigga stabbed me. God damn it. You turn the look. What? I don't hate nobody enough to stick something up my booty hole. And it's normal life in there. Yeah. They'd be like, hey, I got to get, I got to talk to Edgar. Uh, put this, put this knife in my butt. And they be like, oh, no problem, dog. No problem, dog. Here you go. Bro, it's prison. Yeah. They probably, somebody in prison probably got a cell phone in their ass. Yeah. It be all kind of, that's why they be telling them to bend over and cough. Man, I'm telling you, somebody with a cell phone in their ass and all of a sudden it'll be quiet and then you'll just hear this. Dun, 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 this motherfucker got an iPhone 10 in his ass. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, somebody, uh, who was it? Um, somebody was telling a story. I forgot where I was. I don't know. I might have been like hanging out. I, I, I might have seen it on a podcast or heard it on a podcast or I might have been like in real life. But somebody was telling a story. It might have been in real life, but somebody was telling a story um, about how like they wanted to smoke weed so bad. And uh, the dude, like, you put, you, you, the only way he could get it into the prison is obviously to stick it up his booty hole. So uh, <laughs> when he when the dude brought it in, he was like, they went to the little side or whatever area t- to smoke yeah. the weed. And he was like, the weed had like a little doo-doo smell to it. Uh, but I wanted to get high so bad that he was just smoking the doo-doo weed. The weed had corn in it? Yeah. <laughs> that's nasty. He's like, yeah, they get yeah. To some of this corn cush right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People that smoke weed always like to talk while they smoke. Mm-hmm. So they be like, yeah, this is some of that corny asada. Nah, it'd be, it be hard having the conversations with niggas that be smoking weed. Because he'd be like, yeah, man. He'd be like, hey, how you doing, bro? I haven't heard from you in a minute. Yeah, man, everything good. You know, my mom just died. You like hello? You be like, yeah, nigga, I'm right here. Hold on, I'm sorry to hear that, bro. <laughs> you like, nigga, don't pause that long when I tell you something tragic. Like, <laughs> yeah, you just 
you just holding everything into your lungs while I'm telling you about the worst moment of my fucking life. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sorry that happened to your family, bro. <laughs> my thoughts and prayers go out to everybody. <laughs> like, you fucking dick. God damn. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, shout out to freaking Martha Stewart, man. You yeah, know, she's, she's the oldest, oldest <clears throat> person to ever grace the, the mm-hmm. thing. And it, it kind of like I don't know if that's something to like. It's never going. I don't. I don't imagine somebody else uh, beating that. Like you know. I don't know. I don't know. But I, Martha Stewart still strikes me as a woman that's like actively having sex. Yeah. At eighty one, it probably still get moist down there. She's cooking more than the books. I never. Have we ever heard about her in like a relationship? Uh, yeah, I believe so. At one time, mm. but she's very she probably private. Got a statement around. Yeah, she got some young. She probably got some young fifty-year-old strapping man around. <laughs> yeah, some yeah, naked knocking her down. It, bro, the, uh, it may not be a regular thing, but there are some women that have very high sex drives, mm-hmm. like very, very high. Mm-hmm. And what's funny about women is they say like, um, they talk about a woman's prime, and it's it's subjective because. A woman is in her sexual prime at the age of 36, mm-hmm. right? But they'll be like, they'll think that younger women are in their sexual prime. Mm-hmm. But like scientifically, it's mm-hmm. when they're 36 years of age. Mm-hmm. And it's, but there's some women out here that's in their 40s that's still out here getting in, late 40s too, yeah. or in their 50s. Yeah. They're out here having menopause and getting smacked down. <laughs> so you having hot flashes while you're having sex. Yeah. <laughs> This yeah. chick is is all the skin all red. You be like, do I need to call the like call the ambulance? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it's fine. I'm just fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. So yeah. shout out to Martha Stewart, man. Yeah, shout out to Martha Stewart. Yeah, man. doing her thing. Yep, yep. All right, switching gears. Um, Utah, uh, Utah is was is banning adult content, um, porn basically, which to me is this is wild. It's a wild thing, but mm-hmm. let me get into it. Um, Pornhub blocks access in Utah over age verification. So basically, there's an age verification law that uh, Utah wanted to push, and uh, Pornhub had to block uh, Utah due to the fact that it was an unsafe uh, practice. Mm-hmm. So let me read this. Some of Internet's biggest adult websites, including Pornhub, are now blocking access to Utah over users uh, Utah users over a new age verification law that takes effect on Wednesday. Pornhub and other adult sites controlled by its parent MindGeek began blocking visitors with Utah-based IP addresses this week. Now, instead of seeing adult content when though visiting those sites, affecting users are shown a message expressing opposition to SB 287. The Utah law signed by Governor Spencer Cox, that's a funny name, Spencer Cox. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? Mm-hmm. Um, sound like a porn name. In March, <laughs> that creates liability for porn sites that make their content available to people below the age of 18. As you may know, your elected officials in Utah are requiring us to verify your age before allowing uh, you access to our website. The message said, while safety and compliance are at the forefront of our mission, giving your ID every time you Every time you want to visit an adult platform is not the most effective solution for protecting our users and, in fact, will put children and your privacy at risk. So Pornhub is like, man, we, we're going to just block you because we don't want to deal with this. Yeah. But un- state. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Here's my problem. As American people, 
we're already being taxed like a motherfucker against our will. There's nothing we can do to get away from it, right? Yeah. And now the government or that local government is so intrusive, it's like not even letting you watch porn. Mm-hmm. Like that's insane. Mm-hmm. Like how are you going to tell me what like you can't def- you can't determine what my morality is when it comes to porn. Yeah. Like I'm not going to be fighting tooth and nail for porn, but I do watch porn. I think a lot of people and most people do watch it. Most people do. I'm not saying you got to be a regular watcher of it, but we watch it here and there. Yeah. Porn and, is as American as apple pie. It is. It's porn is just porn. And I'll tell you something else too. When a woman is like, hey, babe, I'll catch you later. I got to head over to this this business conference. He's like, all right, love you. He about to go in that room and grab that lotion and rub one out. Let's rub it out. You know, porn is stopping <laughs> infidelity, too. Because it's a lot of times where a, a, a husband would want to get some pussy, but instead yeah. of doing that, he'll just go watch his favorite yeah. actresses mm-hmm. and then be chilling. Or let's say, for example, a man is working abroad and he's gone for a little bit and his wife is at home. She might like watching some adult videos and getting her vibrator out. Mm-hmm. But this is what we do on our private time. Mm-hmm. We don't need politicians telling us what the fuck to do. That's mm-hmm. insane. Yeah, that is insane, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, uh, one of the one of the uh, political p- figures basically he said it. I forgot his name, but he said, you know, young men need to not focus on this anyways. You know, how about you focus on you know starting a family? I'm like, man, shut the fuck up. Yeah, you could do both. You could do both. You're you act a like, man that could do both. Yeah, you acting like you can't beat your meat here and there and then man, also a start family. a family eventually. Yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous. No, yeah. It's 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 pretty easy. Yeah. When your wife's away, when your wife's at work, whatever the case may be, swip it on out. Get the lotion, warm it up, put it in the microwave. Whoa! <laughs> warm it up you, lotion to mark. Get, get you some Vaseline. This nigga Keith in 2035. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're going to start having the exotic... Uh, that's the thing that... That's... I. You know, I feel like me and Eddie going to be like extremely successful one day, but I'm going to hit a lick on something super random, and y'all going to be like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Because, because what people don't understand about business is it's not about like reinventing the wheel it's about marketing the wheel in a different Mm. like a different niche right yeah so some uh, you know just in reference to the wheel you know at one point it was just like you know cool to look at maybe and Mm. then all of a sudden it was like oh what if we put this on a chariot and then that person you know you know went on to make a bunch of money but i say that to say there hasn't been like the exotic like something made specifically for masturbation it's like the clap cleats almost. Remember? Wow. Like clap cleats, all it is is just some, you know, some uh, traction on yeah. some regular socks with some toes in it, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, what they're doing is pretty genius because, like, no one else has really has really thought about, like, a right. cleat, uh, socks made specifically for cleats. So in terms of this, like, excuse me, um, if you could if you could sell it in a, almost like how, uh, you know, a lot of these hair hair loss companies that are like yeah. very discreet packages or like blue chew like right. very simple minimalistic packages right but if you did that and you had like just the the uh the first um masturbation like men's masturbation lubricant lotion they whatever. have that already they already have ads for it really yes like dang that's crazy i it's, didn't know that it's called like stride or something i heard it on a podcast stride? yeah dang. glide or stride or something yeah. like that specifically made for men masturbation 
That's wild. But when yeah. you said heating it up in the microwave, I was like, this niggas, <laughs> this is the latest in meat meat stroke technology. <laughs> meat stroke technology. <laughs> God damn. That is crazy. Man, what's freaking uh uh Elon Musk is somewhere <laughs> pissed off. That's yeah. wild. That's funny. Yeah, That's man. Funny. But yeah, I don't I don't think that the government should be intrusive when it comes to us like wanting to, you know, because most people will pleasure themselves, even if it's not all the time. Mm-hmm. And also think about this. If it was only up to your partner to please you every time you wanted pleasure, think about how much pressure that would put on them. Oh, my God. If yeah. you could only get a nut off through your wife, only through your wife. Like it was on, like physically only. Like only and, and vice versa. I'm talking about <laughs> vice versa. Both of y'all. Yeah. Like only. It just and, don't work out. Like people have lives. People yeah, be working. Busy. People. You know, some people don't be in the mood. Like, girls might be feeling bloated, and they might be feeling, like, attractive to themselves. Right. So they don't be want to have sex. And, yeah, it's just... And even guys sometimes, too. Like, you know, guys walking around like, man, I don't feel like having sex right now. And then sometimes it, it could be, like, not that you don't really want to have sex, but you don't want to have, like, the relationship sex. Like, when you're in a relationship, your sex is, like... Or you're in a marriage, there's, like... It has to have a certain, like, aesthetic to it. Like, you can't just be, like... There's some that you can just like, you know how you have just the the girl you link up with, like the friends with benefits. Mm-hmm. Like it's not much of like the the sometimes not a lot of foreplay. You could just link up, y'all y'all get it in, and then you go about your day. Um, especially when you're younger and y'all don't live together and all this other stuff. Um, but when you get into like a marriage and stuff, there's like it, it has you like start making love and whatnot. It's more affectionate. Stuff. Yeah, it's like so. I, I would imagine like sometimes on on the man part, they're like, I don't really want to go. It's R and B. It's R and B sex. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you want rap sex. Yeah, because the the the, uh, the relationship sex is like Brian McKnight. <laughs> <laughs> like a dream come true to. Just want to be inside of you. <laughs> but then things. rap sex is like, big booty hoes, pop yeah. with it. That's exactly, yeah. Yeah, man, that's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, man, I, don't, I just don't think the government or local or anybody should be involved. Not to mention, this is conservatives that came up with this to, you know, this procedure. And the issue I have with that is, is most... Uh, conservative values are like small government or whatever. This is too intrusive. This is no different than when the pandem- was, pandemic was going on. A very liberal people were trying to push their fucking vaccine on everybody. Yeah. And it's like, I just don't like very far right and far left ideology. It's not helpful. It's not helpful to society because far left stuff is like, you know what? I think that it's no problem with the third grader wanting to change his gender. You'd be like, if you don't shut the fuck up <laughs> with your blue hair and go sit down somewhere, yeah. that, shit's, that shit's weird. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not with that. And I'm not with people on the right telling people that uh, they shouldn't watch porn. Like, who the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. Who are you to tell me what to watch, motherfucker? I'm already being <clears throat> taxed like a motherfucker. Not to mention, if you're a single person and you're not getting it on the regular, then you what you going to walk around with a, with a nuts full of fucking... Just blue balls all day. Swollen nuts all yeah. day long. Yeah, you gotta relieve that tension. You gotta get you gotta relieve the tension, man. You gotta yeah. get it out of you. Scientifically, you do need like f- from a science standpoint, you do need to ejaculate. Mm-hmm. And women also need to get something going too. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you right now, any woman listening to this podcast right now, I guarantee you 90 plus percent of them have a, some type of vibrator. Mm-hmm. Either vibrator or dildo. 
or one of those roses that they be using. Mm-hmm. That shit is crazy. That rose is, oh my God, that's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. That shit be like, mm-hmm. that's how you know that. That, that, that fucking sex toy is like connected to Wi Fi or something. <laughs> yeah, you can't compete. You can't compete with that. That Wi Fi be vibrating and sucking at the same time. Yeah, I got regular technology over here. Yeah, this is it's uh, analog. This is like before. Uh, this is before Blu-ray. This is like fucking VHS. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, this is got, DHS. It, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's crazy? What was before? Because I'm old enough to remember it. Before VHS, it was Betamax. Uh-huh. So it was Betamax, VHS. Then it was D- uh, DVD, and now it's Blu-ray. You know what's funny about Blu-ray? Nah, it ain't Blu- even Blu-ray. It was just streaming. Like we just yeah, ne- right. Yeah. But here's the thing: Blu-ray was supposed to replace DVD, but it never trumped it. You know what? I was uh, I forgot. I was talking to my uncle, and we were talking about Web three, and you know the the a mm-hmm. lot of the virtual reality stuff. Right, right. And I was like, Yo, you you know what's crazy? It's, it is important to be at the forefront of, of everything. Like, you know, we had conversations about TikTok when we start, started to see it bubble and uh, Bitcoin and all these different things. And we've seen a bunch of people getting rich off of Dogecoin and stuff. Um, but I was telling him, I was like, not everything catches. Mm. And I think Blu-ray was that, like, it was just slightly different and people didn't really get it. Mm. And I think that's the same thing now with, like, um, all these different uh what you call it like um we used to be like like almost like pixel pixel whores in a sense mm, we did yeah for a long time it was like oh this camera has like yeah this camera has 60 pix- megapixels and this one has this and then the tv is like oh this is 8k this is 12k yeah. but after a certain <laughs> um point i think people realize like i can't really tell the difference right. between all these pixels so and you what you notice now um, I don't know if you know that I noticed because uh, like I upload the podcast to YouTube. Yeah. But um, most videos, even music videos, like we're shooting mu- music videos on Ari Alexis, you know, they're shooting in 4K mm-hmm. and they upload them in 1080, you know, mm-hmm. so even music, uh, movie trailers and all these different things, they're just uploading them in, in 1080. What's so. hilarious about that is literally 1080p was a thing and it was new technology but that's when I worked at Sears in 2007. That was considered high definition. Yes, it was mm-hmm. HD, but it was it was 1080p. They had TVs they were selling that were 720p, mm-hmm. and they had TVs that were 1080. I think my my uh, not that it was it was old. It was just like cheap. Um, I think my uh, my uh, TV in co- college might have been like I don't think it was 720. 480. It was 480? Yeah. How you know? Because those... those oh, it's th- this TV. It's the three scales. The TV is right here. Which one? Oh, the other uh, one? Whatever. Where, it's somewhere in the... In, you know, it's somewhere in, the, in this, this room. But that's mm-hmm. the one I had in college. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, because usually what it is, you have like the analog, the regular one, which is the tube TVs, <laughs> the mm-hmm. old, big, heavy, clunky ones from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Those were just basic analog and then after that, it was the 480, which was kind of clear. Mm. 720 was like, okay, that's good. 1080 was the best. And yeah. what's funny, too, is the TV that I have, I have a Vizio. And mm. I've had that TV since 2011, bro. Still looks good. Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why the fuck would I buy a new one? Yeah. It's like, it's clear. Yeah, there's no reason to. You know, you know what the problem is, though, with Blu-ray, why it never went anywhere? 
it's too clear. Yeah, that's that's the you know um, we have this debate in in all art, right? Like even in music, it happens like it's too touched up. Yeah, they're like you know the music doesn't have any soul because it's too perfect, overproduced. Yeah, and then you know we talk about it in film, like you know with certain cameras, like they mm-hmm. they shoot on um, like the red cameras and the reds. Some of the reds are like like eight K. You know they're shooting in eight K, and then what what a lot of OG filmmakers like the Martin Scorsese's and Quentin Tarantino's they don't like it because the the image is just too it's too yeah. see and it makes people. The more you know about a person, like the uglier that they are, you know. Mm, and Hollywood too, is supposed to have like some, like, uh, like it's supposed to be glamorous, right? Because the right. images are, you know, you watch those old uh, movies the and they're almost like they're almost like glowing. Have yeah. you ever seen like you yes. know a video where like an old like Marilyn Monroe or something? And she's just kind of like glowing a little bit. Yeah, you know, that's kind of like what it was designed. Yo, if to. Marilyn Monroe had an <coughs> IG, that shit would be popping. Oh, she would go. Yeah, she you might what? have one. Let me see. Yeah, I gotta say, I I literally <clears throat> once once I brought that up. Let me see. Especially if she was alive, like she would be a Kim Kardashian, right? Yeah. You see that little clip? It's got this like animals talk. Oh it's, no, it's got this lady's like Kim Kardashian. No, nah, I never. Oh, seen bro, that. that shit hilarious. Hold on. <laughs> Let me see. I'm gonna be busting up if she got a fucking IG. <laughs> Nigga, she, she got an her, IG. Yeah, I was gonna IG. say, I'm sure her estate is running one. She got one. It's 1.9 million followers. Dang. Tupac got one too. Like, you let these niggas be dead, bro. <laughs> if I'm gone, uh, I have a I wow. Instagram now, but don't. Don't make one. Oh, I got Marilyn Manson. What am I doing? Oh, you yeah, you tripping. Mm-hmm. 1949. Wow. Marilyn, Marilyn, oh, she got some granny panties on right here, though. Wow. Supposedly, she was like a little thotty back in the day. I know. She was fucking with Kennedy. Yeah. He's like, oh, how's it going? <laughs> how's everything going with you? <laughs> how's everything going with you? I went to your party last night. I was looking for you. <laughs> he was, dude. Kennedy was a dog, man. He was a fucking dog. He's, Mar- he's fucking everybody. Yeah, she was she was low key bad back in the day. Yeah, yeah, she definitely. I'm looking at some old pictures. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of that old, um, those old clothes, they don't really do. Sometimes they don't really be doing people justice. Yeah, if she was living today, she would totally. She would definitely be tatted up. Would she have a BBL? Nah. Mary Monroe for sure would have a BBL. She you think was, so? Yeah. Lip injections and shit. Yeah. Maybe not lip injections. She was pretty a full figure woman, but she would she would definitely want some more some more cake on the back. Man, I'm seeing some women get these BBLs. That shit just out of control, man. Yeah. Like, why are you doing this? <laughs> yeah, it's, this is it's tasteful content though. It's not bad. Nineteen <laughs> forties. Well, it's because it was the nineteen forties. If she was on there today, boy, because it's I just I really think she's like Kim Kardashian. Yeah, like she's kind of happy birthday, Mr. President. Remember that? No, nah, I don't remember. You that. didn't see that video? It's a very popular video of her singing to Kennedy. Yeah, and he's like, "Happy birthday to you." Yeah, and then he busted a fat nut. That nigga, man. I'm about to come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to come for Americans everywhere. <laughs> you know that dude that on The Simpsons was supposed to be like his doppelganger, yeah, Mayor, Mayor like... Quimby. I'm Mayor Quimby. Yeah, they made it after his voice after that. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. Mm-hmm. The one that used to crack me up on The Simpsons was the Black Doctor. 
He was always laughing. Uh-huh. Like Homer Simpson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny. That's crazy. Yep. There's that. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, the porn shit. Uh, <laughs> what else? I had a point. Uh, no, that's really all I had. I I just don't think it's okay, man. I just don't think it's okay Mm -hmm. that they're doing this. And I hope that this is not something that makes it. It won't make it over here. California is very liberal. We'll be the last state. They shoot porn here. Yeah, yeah, they shoot a lot of porn here. This is like the porn capital. It's like really only one of the few places where you can legally shoot porn. Yeah, that's wild. There's Mm -hmm. a place. um, I used to deliver fuel all over L.A., right? Um, and there's a place called Chatsworth, California. Mm-hmm. And I would go in there and I was having a conversation with somebody there too. They said, Oh, they make all the porn here, man. Mm-hmm. Down the street, down the street, bro. They make all the porn there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, This dude's full of shit. And I found out he wasn't lying. Like, mm-hmm. they, Chatsworth, California is like the porn capital. Really? Yeah, bro. Dang. Like, you just be seeing, like, maybe you think it's just the girl next door. She's getting fucked God, right down yeah. the street. Yeah. <laughs> Live next door to you, huh? Yeah. It's like, Hi, how you mm-hmm. doing? Oh, great. Uh, you got a scene? You'd be like, what do you mean, what scene? No, I'm, I'm doing my job. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're role playing. No, I got a job. I'm yeah. just I'm just a truck driver. Yeah. Oh, you're just a truck driver? Do you want to come inside me? You're oh like, no, 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 no. <laughs> want to uh, put your load on my scales? <laughs> <laughs> you want to load me up? <laughs> oh, That's funny. Oh, my God. You're big trucker, huh? You want to do anal? You're like, no, I'm at work. I'm I'm on the clock. Oh, you're on the cock? Like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. That's wild. Somebody make it stop, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I got to talk about this before we move on. I posted this clip. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, dude, it is wild, bro. I seen it on TikTok. This girl talking about pleasing, pleasing her man or whatever, but she... Was talking about uh, I'll just I'll just put it up here for the people to hear it. Let's see here. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay, no. Where are we at? Ah oh, man, hold on. Can't find it. Yeah, I'm gonna find it. Hold on, hold on. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I think I just while you finding that out, uh-huh. I just think that um, Utah they got a one. It's always gonna be a workaround. There's gonna be some some nigga that find. Oh, a, I found it. Go ahead. You got it. I was just gonna say it's gonna be somebody that find a little workaround, the change in the IP address or IP oh, address yeah. or whatever. They're gonna find a website that like allows you to alley oop into the other <laughs> shit. Yeah, exactly. like and the whoever whatever person capitalizes on this moment from Utah and says, hey, I'm going to create a website that's a diversion that you could go to my website and literally use the search engine to in that website to jump to it. They have those those things. Actually, um, on Brilliant Brilliant Idiots, they oftentimes have that ad where it's like, if you want to watch like you know, the office in England, like the English. Oh, yeah. Version. Something yeah. IP. Yeah. It's like a, a workaround. Yeah. It's a workaround. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want to watch Netflix in the UK instead of the United States. Yeah. 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 It's Got called something. It's stuff. called something IP. I forgot. Mm-hmm. All right. But here it goes. Hold on. Lunch break. It's time for you to get your nut off. When he gets home, he's getting 
lucky. And that's it. That's the secret. I make sure that my man nuts at least six or seven times a day. I don't knock women. Bro. That's fucking crazy. That's Larsa Pimper talking? N no, that's just some chick. I don't know what she does. She's like some adult film star. There is no way mm -hmm. you could nut six or that's seven times a day. Yeah. That's torture. You get like you get physically drained from like busting a nut. You're losing like proteins. Literally, like you're losing dude, one nut might take you down. Yeah. That's crazy. Six or seven? Yeah. That guy probably can't walk, dude. And it, I would be curious to know, is it like, is it actual sex or is it just some head or what that looks like? It doesn't matter what it is, bro. Ain't nobody busting six, seven nuts in a day. That's a lot. You, that's might, you run out of nut, too. Yeah, you're going to run out. Yeah. Like, dude, that's torture. I don't think she's... I've never done that. Even in my heyday, no. even in my heyday of jacking off as a teenager, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can really get it in as a teenager. <laughs> I ain't never, I ain't never busted six nuts. <laughs> oh, three nuts to take your whole life source out. Hey, you be uh, out for the count. Oh man, sure. yeah. And like actual sex, I never had busted more than two. Yeah, I've never done that. Yeah, that's oh my god, mm -hmm. that's wild. Mm -hmm. If you do two in a day, a third one is like you asking for a lot. Mm -hmm. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> <laughs> that shit pretty much after the second nut, you ain't got no nut left. Yeah. You at that point you just like shooting, shooting blanks, huh? You shooting out straight water at that point. <laughs> you bro, that shit look like squirt coming out. <laughs> like they they don't know if it's pee or or yeah. ejaculate when a woman do it. That's we start squirting <laughs> out the same shit. Doing. That was comedy. <laughs> yeah, we we shoot down straight squirt after a while. <laughs> we got motherfucking soda coming out that motherfucker. <laughs> That's starry, huh? Yeah, you got starry. <laughs> <laughs> you got star coming at your dick. You got carbonation shooting out and shit. Oh man, that doesn't sound appealing though. Mm -hmm. that, that she's saying like I please my man. Like you coming to my job trying to make me bust? Leave me alone. <laughs> the fuck <laughs> is your problem? Yeah, you got to be a different type of dude to even desire that much sex. You you got some. You have like rare DNA, bro. Yeah. Like your sex drive is so high that like you need to cheat, bro. Like you need to be those like, type the work. Those would be the cheaters, huh? Yeah, like they just can't help it. They can't help it. Like, that's not the person that's going to just jack off to not cheat. They gonna right. get some real. They gonna go find some another female to cheat. You. That's why. That's why I really believe that people that there's some women or or people in general that go through a whole phase, and I, I understand that. Like mm -hmm. I'm not too crucial to that. They have like whatever a whole phase means for them. You know, they might sleep around a little bit. And I don't really consider that too big a deal. Yeah. But having a whole life is a different experience. <laughs> like, that means you never stop being a whole. You just a whole. That's how you live your life? Yeah. Nah, that's too much. Mm -hmm. And as and this is why I don't trust hoes. And I and women, men can be hoes too, so I'm not trying to be derogative. But here's the thing. If somebody is just a hoe, you should never trust them in a relationship because they have proven through their behavior they cannot be monogamous. Mm -hmm. They have no real practice being monogamous. So they're going to be like, they can love you. Like, oh, my God, I love you. I want to marry you. And go suck some dick the same night. Because mm -hmm. that's what hoes do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Telling you, man, mm -hmm. they sucking a story out of somebody. <laughs> 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 oh, man. That's crazy. Yeah, well, there's it. That That's it there, man. Mm -hmm. Um. You guys be safe out there. Switching gears. 
who should we take advice from? Mm-hmm. And I posed that question because um, I seen this young lady. Uh, I won't really reveal her name. I plan on collaborating with her in the future mm-hmm. to have a conversation. But she's an adult film star, and she's really smart. She, and my interest, I fa- I drew out the interest I had in her was not from adult films. It was I found her on TikTok. And she's a really sharp person, and. She just says these things on there, and I'm like, wow, this is really profound. But just see people in the comment section saying things like, uh, good message, wrong messenger. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are you to talk about values when you party with everybody? Like, all like, just basically calling her a hoe, whatever the case. Mm-hmm. And my issue with that is this like, we're all deficient in something in our lives, but yet we give advice to people. Like, who can give advice? Because the last time I checked, Steve Harvey is on his third fucking marriage, and y'all buy his books, right? And you listen to his advice. So I'm not trying to be reductive of Steve Harvey, but like a spade is a spade. Mm -hmm. Are you listening to Steve because he's a celebrity? Mm -hmm. You know, I've heard people tell me or tell single people, if you're single, if you're not married or have kids, you should be giving no relationship advice. And it's like... There's a lot of single people that I know are some of the most well-rounded, experienced people that exist. Yeah. But due to the fact that they don't have that status, not to mention, if you say you shouldn't listen to single people, why would you listen to married people? Yeah. A lot of you motherfuckers can't stay married. Over 50% are getting divorced. Yeah. So where's the validity in the statement that you just told me that single people aren't valid, but some single people are single because they know too much? Yeah. So it's it's I don't know it's give and take. Mm-hmm. My only thing is who should we be taking advice from? Yeah, and how do we delineate between what's valuable and what's not valuable? It it kind of goes both ways, right? Because sometimes have you ever um like I know for me like I make music, so mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, my algorithms, that's kind of what it looks like. You know, mm. it might be you know you run across uh, some random sports video, and then the next one is about like yo, so this is how the best way to market your song. Mm. You know, put your song out like this and do this. Right. And a lot of these dudes be having like 300 followers. Yes. And some of them be having good advice. And then sometimes I, <laughs> I, you know, I judge them myself like, dog, like you ain't really like what your numbers look like. You know, how are you telling me how to run <laughs> a, a music campaign when you don't really have yeah. you know, that successful of a, uh, you know, music career or whatever the case may be. So I don't know. It, 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 it goes both ways. But I think I think a lot of times, though, you know, that's just like business advice. But. When it comes to life advice, like it can come from from anywhere. And I think when we start to reduce the people that's talking to us, you kind of miss out on a blessing because, like you said, um, the people like it, it happens a lot with our parents. Right. Because we like, you know, you know, like we don't really equate our parents or think about our parents in a way that they were like our age at one point in time. Mm. You know, so oftentimes it yeah. might be like, you, well, you need to do this or you need to do that. Or, you know, this is how you, you know, should be in a relationship or, right. you know, this is what, you know, helps us, uh, you know, breed a successful relationship and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. And in your mind, you're like, dog, you, this is, this is different. Back in, your, mm. back in your day, we didn't have, you didn't, you didn't have Instagram back in the seventies mm. and stuff like that. But it's like, it's, um, but, you know, that's how you that's how you just um, sometimes you just got to kind of like remove your ego from the yes. situation and just really listen to what it is. And I think the best thing is like really listen to like any sort of advice anybody is giving you and then like just sit with it. Yeah. Like, you don't necessarily have to jump, you know, when everybody gives you any sort of advice. Right. But, you know, just um, consume the advice and 
because one 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 thing that I realized advice is almost like a love language, right? Yes. You know, so oftentimes like, you know, when an OG talking to you and he like, yo, you got to you got to do this or you got to do this or make sure you do this or make sure you treat your woman like this. Mm-hmm. That's like their version of like telling you that they they got a lot of love for you and they don't want to see you going 100%. down the same path, right? And then two, um every everything is not for everybody, you right. know. Somebody sometimes like I get I get advice from like certain mentors and stuff like that. Like even my writing mentor like He'll be telling me certain stuff, and he's extremely accomplished. Um, but he'll be telling me certain stuff, and I'll be like, you know, I just sit with it. And he'll be like, yo, does any of this resonate with you? And I'll be like, yeah, that sounds really good. But honestly, I was thinking, like, to approach it like this. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I don't yeah. – just because he's accomplished and he's wrote all kind of movies doesn't mean that I have to listen to everything that he says. 100% you don't. Mm-hmm. What I would advise people to do is to don't – invalidate everything and you can still take things away from what you you may not fully agree with it but take away from it what you feel is valuable Mm -hmm. we do it with the fucking news because if you look at how biased cnn and fox news and msnbc you have to be able to determine what's valuable and what's not and take bits and pieces from it it's no different than people and sometimes advice could come in the form of constructive criticism Mm-hmm. Let's say you're a fighter and they say, hey, man, every time you sidestep, you keep dropping your right hand. Mm-hmm. Stop dropping your right hand. And they're like, man, you ain't no professional boxer. You can't tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. But the guy probably has a boxing pass. Mm-hmm. And some of the best like boxing coaches were not the best fighters. Mm-hmm. Right. But because you don't want to listen, you're going to end up getting beat. Mm-hmm. Like we watched Devin Haney. He kept getting hit in the motherfucking face last night. Yeah, Lomachenko was straight left. Yeah, straight left was just laying into fucking Dave, Devin Haney. Mm-hmm. He kept like my thing is, I don't want to go on a tangent, but a lot of fighters aren't like they're not Floyd Mayweather. They can't fight with their guard just dropped like that. Mm-hmm. They get they be eating all kinds of punches. Mm-hmm. Floyd was special in the fact that he would do that Philly shell and be blocking everything. Yeah, but it's I'm not sh- the Philly shell though. What do you it's mean? a it's a shoulder roll. Who uh, Floyd? Yeah, it's it's not the Philly show is like this. Mm. What he's doing is a, like that's like that's like a Michigan thing, like a mm. Floyd. Yeah, that's a Mayweather thing. It's not. It's a little bit different than mm. you know the Philly show. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shoulder roll. They'd be swinging at him. You think that they tearing him up, but he just started smiling, laughing, yeah, just like, bouncing off his shoulder. Yeah, but I don't want to jump off it too mm-hmm. much. But yeah, I I just think it's also. A lot of times, advice can come from people that we feel are not um, are not up to par. So, for example, you know, if your uncle that sells drugs tells you to stay in school, is that not sound advice? Mm-hmm. That's sound advice. He's selling drugs. He probably doesn't want to do that, yeah. but he's giving you sound advice. Mm-hmm. If a homeless person says, hey, man, you know, don't do drugs. It'll ruin your life. Yeah. Um. That's sound advice. Yeah. So sure. what we need to stop invalidating everybody. Mm-hmm. We need to be able to like be objective and have an objective ear, maintaining maintaining an objective <clears throat> ear and being able to delineate between what's valuable and not valuable will take you further than saying, man, you ain't Steve Harvey. Man, you ain't Dave Chappelle. Man, you ain't such and such. Advice can come from someone who is an unlikely source, but yeah. you need to fucking listen, dude. You yeah. need to fucking listen. If you don't, then ultimately you can end up in some shit had you just fucking listened. Yeah, you know it's crazy. It's like what we really have to do is like and I think this is like one of the practices that I do when I'm listening 
or like trying to elevate my listening in a sense is um, you separate the person saying it to like the words. Right. right? right. You got to put them in like separate boxes. Right. Because mm-hmm. if it's like like you're saying, like if the if the um, maybe like the the like you said, like the person selling drugs is telling you to say in school. Right. Like the advice is amazing, you know, but. When we think about the advice coming out of the mouth of somebody that's selling drugs and is a neighborhood dope boy, right. you're like, dog, you got rich by doing this. But, you know, sometimes you just got to, like, separate the two. And that's, like, you know, great advice over here. And you don't have to worry about, like, his character. Because sometimes we just we just want to, like, um, you know, like, uh, sometimes, as humans, we always have these rebuttals. Mm. And that's because we're not really listening. We listen and to respond. Exactly. So, uh, you know, when somebody says that, you're like, well, you was, you was blah, blah, blah. But in mm. reality, just consume the, consume the advice. Yeah. And, get out the, and just get out of the way. Because I know, I, you know, I, I'm a, I have done that as well. You know, like the person that was um, telling me that I need to work harder or whatever. And I'm just like, well, like who are you to tell me to, mm. to do this? Or I need to, you know. It is, or you know, somebody might give you relationship advice, and they uh, they got divorced or whatever, and you like, come on, dog, like mm. you you got divorced, you don't really even know how to do it. But in reality, the advice is great, but you just got to start stop invalidating people just because of like at because reality, really, what you're just you're doing is just judging them. You're not really listening to their advice. Yeah, you're either judging or you're feeling attacked. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, so you're, that's another thing. You're, you're speaking from, you could be speaking from your deficiency. That's what yeah. people don't realize. Like, like like I said before, we're all deficient in something. And sometimes when a person reminds you of it, you you could give them a visceral reaction. Well, you ain't ever did what I did, and, and I made more money than you doing this. And it's mm-hmm. like, this isn't a dick measuring competition. Yeah. This is a moment for you to literally absorb what I'm trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, I when I know how a person is, I have to preface a statement and say, hey, man, I'm just, you know, hey, before I tell you this, I'm not trying to judge you. I got respect for you. And you got to prep people because you know that they're not like they're not willing to receive the information. They just feel attacked and they feel so attacked that while you're in the process of telling them, they cutting you off. Like, wait, wait, no, but I, I, I be like, dude, just chill. Just mm-hmm. listen. Mm-hmm. Right. Just yeah. listen. Maybe if you want to lose some weight, stop eating five burgers, man. Yeah. And he's like, well, I've been, I've been, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm like, no, nah, man. You said you want to lose 100 pounds, but you eat five burgers every day. Yeah. No, I'm not I'm not really eating a lot of burgers like that. Like every that, now and then I have a burger, but it's not crazy. That's your problem. You keep nom, nom, nom. <laughs> you keep nom, nom, nom. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. But you no, want, that's true. You want to get real personal? They'll be like, look, man, look, shut your fat mouth, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to fucking tell you something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Nah. Yeah, but yeah, that, that's where I think a lot of it is just like listening to the actual words. Like I almost think of it as like, you know, an anonymous letter. Like so you don't have to put no character, no judgment, no no ethnicity, no height, no nothing yeah. on, on, on the advice. You just, you know, you just get to consume the advice and take it from there. I, I think to me, my pet peeve is when you've ever told someone something of value and people might say, oh, well, Eddie, that's subjective. How do you know it's valuable? I know I will know something's valuable based on the fact that I've done I've took I've taken the time to look at my own life and also taken the time to listen to someone else's story before I give them advice. Mm-hmm. Giving someone advice 
because you're just giving them advice is irresponsible. Mm-hmm. You need to hear out that person's situation first before you could come to any evaluation of what's yeah. what's going on. Yeah, because it's it's very irresponsible when people say you should do this to get an LLC, do this, do this, do this. Like, where's that person in life? Have you listened to their situation? Yeah, I feel like if you listen to a person's situation and you want to contribute something of value, it takes you listening, mm-hmm. and then when you're a good listener. And you give them advice, you're not going to give them advice like even telling them what to do. You can yeah. make a suggestion and saying, hey, how does this, how do you think this will work for you? No, you you know, it's crazy. Sorry to cut you off, but I was, I was thinking about like, I was telling you the other day, like my girlfriend does these like handcrafted things and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just from m- me listening to her and listening to her experience, a lot of the reason why she wasn't doing it so uh, so proactively was because the amount of time that it was take taking to make things and the amount of money she was getting from making, you know, said things and the, you know, the, the volume of the sales. Right. Mm-hmm. So you imagine you spending, like you work a regular job and then you start to equate like, you know, the amount of time I'm spending making these things, it's not even like, it's not worth my time. Mm-hmm. So I realized that, <clears throat> you know, that was the biggest issue, like the amount of work put in plus the, the, the time and, you know, it just doesn't really make sense, right? So what I did was I went and did the research on how to find somebody in another country, like China, whatever the case may be, to make these handcrafted things where the 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 uh, the cost to uh the cost to uh, manufacture, you know, goods are far cheaper. Um, so outsourcing, you know, outsourcing those, uh, those products. And, um, but that all came from me listening to like the issues that was mm-hmm. going on and not just trying to jump out and get advice like, Oh, you need LLC and you need to do this yeah. and you need to do that. So, yeah. So now we found a, a way to, to make those same products much cheaper and, you know, as somebody that is, you know, in a foreign country. Yeah. yeah. And like we mentioned before, g- good advice can come from, from like a very unlikely source. Mm-hmm. Like you're waiting for Gary Vee to tell you what you need to do with your life. and But there's a guy that only has 250 followers that has exactly what you need. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, I think that's the thing that's crazy, too. And you would say, like, well, how do you know that person does? It's like, look at what that person is doing with what they have. If they're doing, if they're optimizing that small following mm-hmm. to its fullest capacity, you're better off listening to that person than Gary Vee. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, if you got 250 followers and you're getting like, I don't know, donations from like 180 people, it's like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, yeah. this is, that's a very high success rate. Yeah. Yeah. That's real, yeah, man. But yeah, I hope you guys took away something valuable from this. Yeah. Because I think a lot of us have this issue where we tend to listen to who we consider valuable. But the problem with that is, is like you really could be blocking your blessing doing it. Mm-hmm. At least hear people out. Don't mm-hmm. invalidate everybody. Mm-hmm. Don't be like, oh, she don't know shit. Oh, mm-hmm. oh man, he's stupid. Oh, oh man, she a hoe. Oh, yeah. oh man, they do porn. Oh, yeah. oh man, he homeless. Yeah. When you do that, that's when that is when you literally block off something that could be conducive to where you're trying to go. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't got nothing else to say about that. I, I can tell, Keith. Your mm-hmm. mannerisms say everything. Mm-hmm. You look like you have nothing else to say, bro. <laughs> and you're wearing Dockers. You look like one of those students. These like, not Dockers. <laughs> so what are those? These uh these from Target. 
Oh, they look like Dockers, man. Yeah, they know. You look like a foreign exchange student from Africa. (laughs) 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 I am new to this school. I come here to get my education. I come here to get vibranium for my family. (laughs) 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 This nigga came all the way from Nigeria (laughs) just to do a podcast. I walked into, uh, uh, you know, we had a thing going, going away thing for my aunt. Yes. And we wear like the African attire. And uh, I walked into the uh, the store and the lady had like a thick accent. So she was helping me out and stuff like that. And I was I'm always curious to know, like, if I know somebody, um, if they have like an African name, like a, you know, a very like Antetokounmpo, you know, those yeah. are like very African names. So like I'll ask them, you know, where they're from. So I asked her where she's from. She was like, I'm, you know, I'm from Nigeria. I was like, oh, that's cool. And uh, I was like, you know, I got, you know, one of my best friends is, is from Ghana and stuff like that. Oh, she dope. was like, she was like, where are you from? I was like, well, I'm from California. And she was like, oh, okay, that's cool. She was like, I thought you were from Ghana. Like, you got that kind of look. So, <laughs> yeah, so she might be from Ghana. You asked her, like, where are you from? She was like, why is it I was like, oh, shit, Simba. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. That was funny. Keith is so crazy. All right. Switching gears. Uh, 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 uh. All right. University of Wyoming uh, sorority sisters say they live in fear of trans member. All right. So let me read this article. Article says a group of University of Wyoming sorority sisters who are suing their sorority for accepting a transgender woman into their group have broken cover to describe how they live in constant fear in their home after the hulking student has become physically aroused around them. Hmm. Um, the seven nasty. the seven women from the Kappa Kappa Gamma House have filed a lawsuit against the National Sorority Organization, its National Council President, uh, and Art- Artemis Langford, uh, 21, a six foot two, 260 pound trans student who joined their chapter in uh, September 2022. Uh, Langford referred to the under referred under the male pseudonym Terry Smith in the suit has been living outside the sorority house and was expected to move in coming the coming year, according to Cowboys Cowboys States Daily. However, the student who is referred to as he and him. And the suit still often stays for meals and attends events with the women. Uh, their attorney told Megan Kelly on a podcast, "In quote, it's weird, gut-wrenching feeling that every time I leave my room, there's a possibility that I'll walk past them in the hall. Um, one of the sorority sisters, Hannah, told Kelly. It's weird feeling just, it's a weird feeling just to know that I could run into him anytime. Um, full access to the house, but this goes to show like we need women's spaces for that reason she continued now i'll go with the take that charlamagne said because this is what i do i do want to say if the trans person considers themselves a she then that's what they'll get from me right i'm not gonna misgender them but what i'm not gonna do is pander to them because you are a six foot two 260 pound trans woman with a hard dick Hmm. that is a problem because women don't feel safe and we need to listen to women in this case, right? Yeah. And if women don't feel safe because you got a full fed, a full fledged boner, that's a problem. Yeah. And as a country, we can't keep appropriating everything. Ain't nothing more unsafe to a woman than a hard dick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's unsafe to a woman that does not want it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Now, when a woman wants that hard dick, they ain't complaining. <laughs> that's the safest thing in the world. They're gonna jump on it. Yeah. Okay. 
But in this case, you got a person that refers themselves as a trans woman, Mm -hmm. okay? And uh, all the seven girls are telling you, hey, this motherfucker is doing this. I don't feel safe around her, Mm -hmm. and this isn't right. And I guess the you know they're they're being very lenient about it, but this is the problem because mm-hmm. even even if you look at the the trans woman that got locked up in an all women's prison got two women pregnant. Yeah. So you got to think about it. Even though these women are locked up, they ain't had like penetration from a man probably in years. Mm-hmm. So if they see a trans woman with a dick, they like. Why not? And and the same thing on the trans on the trans side. Like some, it's biology, man. Like yeah. you know, we we are designed, you know, I think scientifically to make babies. That's you know, I think that's our our purpose in terms of like just science. And uh, you know, that's just that's what happened. You see women getting out of the shower and stuff like that, I would you know, I would imagine that's what it what would it would do to your body. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that's why like I don't think that there could be like even even if they had uh what like unisex restrooms and where it's like a woman's thing, a woman's side, man's side, like even mm-hmm. that close, they got to keep it separate. Bro, you can't you no, it it like you can't on an elementary school campus certain grades can't even have the same bathroom. Thank you. And these are and we're talking about the same gender. Yeah. So it's like you we gotta that I think if anybody went into that case and they talked to the the the, uh, the schools about why you know I'm I'm not arguing for or against anything but if you know if the women do feel unsafe and this is what they arguing against you know you can go directly to you know these elementary schools or these schools where they're separating these kindergartners from the sixth graders because it'd be some foul stuff going on yeah. I do think women deserve their own spaces. I think that infiltrating female spaces is wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think that 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 woman spaces exist for a reason, and it's because of biology. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you mention this type of stuff now, you're going to be labeled transphobic. You're going to be uh, uh, considered non-inclusive and, you know, all kinds of stuff. But I think we need to stop invalidating people from having different opinions. Mm-hmm. If I say... If if somebody asked me uh, how many genders do you think exist, I'll be like, I know how many exist, two, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, oh my god, that's so transphobic. I'm like, you know what? Then fuck you, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna sit here. <laughs> I'm not gonna disrespect you and misgender you, just like I didn't do now. I'm not gonna misgender you and call you a he and go there and do that. I'll I'll, t- I'll if what you want to be called, I will call you that, mm-hmm. and I will be respectful. But what I'm not gonna sit here and do is act like this is not a problem. If I had a sister that was in that sorority and you out there with your hard dick watching all the girls come in, we gonna have a problem. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. Not okay. That is not okay, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's gotta stop. Like We this- talked about the uh, the one person in the gym that that be working out. He the, they, be in a, they be in a men's bathroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think they consider. I don't know what. Yeah, I've never consider. said a word to them, so I don't know. But I, don't, I just know they got some masculine features and they got some big old titties. Yes, yeah, yep, and yeah, they do. <laughs> and they're trying. And the thing about it is, is I think everybody shows a certain level of respect to just like keep the distance. Mm-hmm. But I just can't imagine that individual that goes to that gym, like going right into a woman's restroom. It will make women feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's like, can like if imagine they're gonna be the, like, who pissed on the toilet? 
<laughs> oh man. <laughs> and first of all, we can't act like just because somebody is a trans woman that that's still not attracted to women because Caitlyn Jenner is attracted to women. Mm-hmm. So that's wild, bro. Yeah, and she's still, I think she still got her, her yeah. testicles and stuff down there. She yeah. got some titties on her. Don't forget. Don't yeah. forget, folks. You got dick and nuts. And a woman walks by and you like women, then and you get aroused. You can't say, Yes, I'm aroused, but you shouldn't be offended by my arousal because you're transphobic. It's like, nigga, what world do you live in? It's 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 uh it's different models of trans women, right? There's some that are like they got the same technology as myself, and then they grow their hair out and you know they press it or do whatever to it, and then they just like get some makeup and shave their face regularly, and maybe take some like uh, you know some uh, some uh, estrogen pills, estrogen pills, yeah. Um, and then there's some that go all the way out, you know, or not even all the way. There's some that go like that'll go halfway. They'll get the breast implants. You know, they may shave off the Adam's apple a little bit or, you know, make They'll sure they got the, the bottom half. Yeah. And then they just got the, the nuts hanging still. So titties and nuts hanging. And then, and, then he, and then you got the people that go all the way where they got the fake vagina and the titties what, and everything. What did Dave Chappelle call it? He said uh, 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 beyond pussy. Oh, my God. That's Bro, crazy. I was dying. That nigga's hilarious. You know what, too? Here's the thing. When you crack a joke, right, or if Dave Chappelle cracks a joke and they just call it, oh, this is transphobic, this is this, this is that. Mm. Um, if the idea of inclusion is a thing, I've heard so many black jokes, right? I've heard white jokes. I've heard fat jokes. Mm-hmm. A part of inclusion is us making fun of your ass. Yeah. Like, black folks went through hundreds of years of slavery and oppression and racism, and we, if we can laugh at a black joke, you can laugh at a fucking trans joke. Yeah. You gotta oh, get over yourself. You gotta get over yourself, man. The whole world don't gotta stop because of your ass. Mm-hmm. That is not okay. Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-hmm. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm not sitting here dreaming about trans joke. Like you know what, Keith? Guess what I learned today? Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. Right. But if I do got a funny trans joke and I tell it and I say it on the podcast, mm-hmm. trust and believe. I don't look at them any differently, and I'm not judging them, but. Mm-hmm. I've done stand-up many times, so mm-hmm. I might have a joke or two to tell. Mm-hmm. You know? But, you know, here's a funny thing. Here's a funny thing. You ready? Mm-hmm. I find it hilarious that with whatever type of people, white, black, you know, trans, whatever, they go to a comedy show, and a trans per- person's sitting there, and they crack a joke about, I don't know, uh, a white male. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, I was hilarious. They crack a joke about conservatives. <laughs> That's hilarious. They crack a joke about maybe a blue black joke. Oh, that was a good one. I like that one. But then they say something about trans people and you mad. So you laughed at three different types of people. You had yeah. no problem with somebody else's the butt of the joke, right? But yeah. now they talk about your ass and you got a fucking problem. Now you're heckling the, com- uh, the comedian and stuff. and Yeah, Yeah. It's, now, it's you use, now you're using your deep voice against the comedian and he's just trying to do his job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like it's ma'am. <laughs> you seen that video? Yeah. It's ma'am. It's yeah. ma'am. You fucking misgender me three times. Yeah. It's like, bro, I never thought I would see the day. I'm only thirty. I'm not even forty. I'm only. I'm thirty-eight years old, and I like we are struggling to figure out what gender is. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like what? That's wild, yo. Yeah. And That's it's wild. you know it's it's. 
crazy part is it's getting younger and younger. You know, yeah. so there's these uh these these young eleven year old, twelve year old. That's not okay. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Can we let kids be kids? Because I, I I could remember growing up with some people that came out as gay later. But the difference is this: yes, the '90s was very homophobic. Mm. Very, it was a a culture. And at one point, I didn't realize it, but I believe I was homophobic just because of, because of some of the stuff I've said. Yeah, right. Um, I had to delete some tweets. Oh, cancel me in <laughs> Yeah, so it's like mm-hmm. when me and Keith are self-aware enough to realize like, oh, no, that wasn't cool at all, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't, I don't know, man. I kind of lost my train of thought. Yeah. But, oh, that's what I was going to say. I went to school with some guys that came out as gay later on, mm-hmm. and I, I knew it. Like, I could sense there was something different. I knew they had to be gay. They were a little feminine or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I never cared. Like, I'm mm-hmm. still really cool with these dudes. Mm-hmm. Right, um, but it's just they at least got to be themselves. They got to figure themselves out at mm-hmm. least. Mm-hmm. Even though America was very homophobic, especially in the two thousands and nineties, but this shit now, when you got third graders wanting to transition, I have a problem with that. They don't yeah. even. They barely know what kind of milk they want to drink for lunch. How yeah. the fuck are they gonna know what gender they want to be in a third yeah. grade? Yeah. This it's the internet, man. And you know what else it is too? It's grown adults and they're pushing their ideology on their kids, and their kids think they have to do it. Cause this is how it goes. Um, Billy, do you ever feel like a woman? <laughs> Billy, just tell us the truth. It's okay. We just want to know. Do you ever feel like you should have been a girl? Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, What do you mean, mom? He's like, I seen you eyeballing that Barbie doll at the store. Yeah. And I just want to know, do you ever feel like a will you ever feel like a girl? Yeah. And the kid's gonna be confused, like, yeah. And he's like, it's okay. We're gonna yeah. go down to the doctor and we're gonna have some conversations. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, this mm-hmm. is what grown adults are doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if you think your kid is gay, there was a I've seen some videos of people coming out to their parents, right? Mm-hmm. And this girl, this dude start crying. He was just crying, like, uh. He's like, I just have something I want to tell you, mom. And it's like, nigga, your mama knew your ass was gay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and he was like, ah. I'm he's like, I know, baby. I know. I know. And yeah, they were crying. Man, a huge embrace. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, dude, you don't have to be sorry. You're gay. It's okay. Yeah. Mom, I'm so sorry. I like dick. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I like BBC. I'm sorry. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know, I know, son. I heard the clapping noises late oh at night. Oh my God. That's wild. <laughs> that is crazy. Oh man. <laughs> that is crazy. It's some people that don't realize that they're uh that their kids are gay. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, I've been taking my son to the park trying to toughen up, play football, but he always want to cry like a little girl. And you'd be thinking, like, like mm, he low key a little girl. Your son's gay, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it's and it's okay. Crazy. It's okay. I, I heard some dude say, if my son was gay, I would disown him. I'm thinking, like, dude, that's your son. Yeah, I heard some stuff like that's that. That's ridiculous. But that, all I like, I think a lot of that is in uh, hypotheticals. Yeah, because they ain't been in that position. They haven't been. Yeah, they haven't mm-hmm. been in that position. He could be the toughest dude, you know. Mm-hmm. And we, I, I, I know, you know, some of that 
the post you're talking about, there was a conversation on Facebook about that. And, you know, they haven't been in that position. So, you know, good luck when that happened to you. You're yeah, the we, hardest nigga in Bakersfield with a gay son. Yeah, like, I'm from the Crips. And some be like, I'm from the Dex. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Eastside Dicks on mine. No, Eastside Dicks. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh man, that'd be crazy. He's holding a sign, dicks, dicks. What's the dicks gang sign? Oh, it's just a D like this, dicks. That was crazy. What's the color? <laughs> BBC. No, no, what's the color? Yeah, no, big black. <laughs> no, it's got to be a gang color, man. I don't know. Like yeah. the Crips is, is blue, mm-hmm. the Bloods is red. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the what was this one the the, the dicks? I don't know. Probably like uh like mulatto color. <laughs> yeah, like a racially ambiguous color. Yeah, like an that. Egyptian brown with the paisley print. The paisley print <laughs> 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 oh <laughs> man, that's wild, yo. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh man, this freaking little bug is annoying. Yeah, I know. I've been seeing it. Yeah. Yeah, the one that be cracking me up, but he said some homophobic shit uh, is fucking Boosie. Mm. Like, I don't know why everybody want to be gay, man. <laughs> For some reason, everybody want to be gay, man. Yeah. I don't even know what's going on, man. <laughs> it's a I, shame what they doing to these kids, man. I hate this like running, <laughs> this running like rebuttal to like homophobia, like. Um, they must be hiding something. Like it's it's always like Yeah, that sucks. That's why not right. Are you either. so focused on the gay people? Are you hiding something? Like Yeah. That was that was going somebody was going in on Shannon Sharp about like they seen the way he walk and it was like you look a little zesty or something. I'm like, that's what ridiculous. The heck? Shannon Sharp is a freaking Hall of Fame tight end. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild though. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the rebuttal to the homophobia is also annoying. The mm-hmm. homophobia is annoying because it's a it's it's you're doing too much work to act fake masculine homophobia is not masculinity Mm -hmm. let's be clear homophobia is not masculinity you Mm -hmm. being homophobic it does not make you more of a man than somebody else yeah if you still dropping the f word bro like stop it Mm -hmm. stop it bro yeah that's the way we 2023 yeah you gotta cut that shit out but Mm -hmm. uh when they respond to the homophobia from like like little boosie be like why they got that little boy trying to turn into a little girl, man? <laughs> this don't make no sense, man. They're doing to the kids. I don't know what's going on, man. Yeah. And then, like, Gabriel Union will be like, oh, you sure do focus on gay and trans people a lot. You might want to look at yourself. Yeah. And it's like, that's, that, that's actually homophobic in a way. That is, for sure. Because you're twisting it, the narrative, to where, like, oh, well, no, making you're gay. Bad. Yeah, you're making it bad that he's, like, in the closet or something. Yeah, it's like, he's like, you're gay. Whatever you put on me sticks to you. Mm-hmm. What they call that? Uh, yeah. What, what they used to say? Mm-hmm. I know what you are, but what am I? Yeah. All like, that elementary school nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we got we to grow up. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. I remember I seen an episode of The Simpsons and it was like uh, Millhouse is telling Bart, he's like, I know what you are, but what am I? And he's like, a trash man. I know what you are, but what am I? A trash man. And it just kept going back and forth. Just back and forth and back. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, that yeah, that's definitely those like elementary school rebuttals. Like, uh, I know what she's talking about. Like, falls on uh, like falls off me and sticks to you. Yeah. yeah all, that, all that. That's how fucking childish it is, man. Mm-hmm. It's bad. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me and Keith purposely, unless we have something seriously to talk about, we try to not dip into many of the trans conversations because mm-hmm. we don't want to be known as the trans reporters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we on here, you know, uh, like we got some superhero coalition, like the the agendas. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> I remember when yeah. Charlamagne said that shit, I was dying. Yeah. He said the agendas. It, yeah. It's also like something every week, too. Yeah. Because it's, awesome. it's, it's a very. A pressing topic and what yeah. what is what are the rules what are the laws behind it mm-hmm. how is this going to affect the schools and stuff like that how is it how is it going to affect um like architecture you know what i mean yeah. there's bathrooms that are being redesigned and all this there, other stuff there was a conversation too and i think schultz did a good job talking about this mm-hmm. there was a conversation too about like people um that were in drag shows like reading the children mm-hmm. and i thought that that's not right Mm-hmm. Like you should not have drag people in drag around kids reading the books. Mm-hmm. Like that just doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. It's like literally, a lot of that shit is adult themes. Yeah, right. So I like Schultz said, I'm a comedian. I say fucked up shit. I shouldn't be reading the kids myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm excluding myself, not just people who may be trans. Like mm-hmm. not, uh, he didn't even say trans. He said drag. Drag. Mm-hmm. I just think that the very far left, very far left is trying to appropriate stuff and you you got to push back on some of this shit. You can't you can't be okay with everything because mm-hmm. eventually that shit's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Just like the the far right shit that they're trying to push whether it's like, you know, um we need to make abortion completely illegal everywhere. It's like, nigga, yeah. you can't do shit like that. Yeah. We got to push back on that. We have to have more of a center more we all like if you liberal or conservative you got to be in the center with a lot of stuff mm-hmm. otherwise you're going to be told you can't watch porn and mm-hmm. you can't abort a child and mm-hmm. if somebody is trans then they're a woman like mm-hmm. nah nigga fuck no mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like nah bro you you're not about to pull that over here mm-hmm. y'all already taxing the fuck out of me i got i, I get to have an opinion yeah. If my taxes are for me to have an opinion, goddammit, I'm gonna get every dime worth. <laughs> no. Yeah. To keep your amendment rights. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Shit. Mm-hmm. Ain't that a bitch? Anything yeah. else on this, Keith? Nope. All right, let's move on. Switching gears. This one here is hilarious and and very problematic at the same time. Florida lawmakers want to use radioactive material to pave roads. Yes, you heard me correct. You heard me correct. This goddamn DeSantis with his dumb ass. <laughs> All right. Florida lawmakers want to use radioactive materials to pave roads. Uh, roads in Florida could soon include uh, phosphogypsum. I think it's what it's called. Phosphogypsum. Yo, phosphogypsum. A radioactive waste material from the fertilizer industry under a bill lawmakers have sent to Governor DeSantis. Conservative conservation groups are urging DeSantis to veto the bill, saying phosphogypsum would hurt water quality and put road construction crews at higher risk of cancer. The Environmental Protection Agency also has a say in the matter. The agency regulates phosphogypsum, and any plan to use it in its roads will require a review of the EPA and NPR. Here's what, what to know about the law about phosphogypsum. Uh, I don't need to read all that. Okay, I think you guys got the meat and potatoes of it. Mm-hmm. This shit is toxic waste, okay? 
Um, it's toxic and, and it can expose people to cancer. But guess what? They are potentially wanting to uh, bargain your health to use this shit. Mm-hmm. And I have a problem with it, man, because we're already going through this now. Like they talk about, you know, cancer research, support cancer research, support cancer research. But we also live in the same country that has cigarettes. Nigga, this is one of the worst cancer causing things. And you just let motherfuckers smoke it. People be dying every year. They be like, I use to smoke five packs of cigarettes a day. <laughs> Nappy boy. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, turn to T-Pain. Oh, man. Yeah, but that's the thing that's crazy. Is <clears throat> it starts to make you think it's cancer business, mm-hmm. right? When when they could put things in food with name with words you cannot pronounce properly, mm-hmm. right? Because this is like an additive or something of that matter. And yeah. it's in food. They got pesticides sprayed all over the goddamn fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. To where you gotta soak that shit to get all that fucking the pesticides off your food. Mm-hmm. All kinds of shit, man. And it's not right for people to buy like you've they've predetermined we're paying all this money in taxes, right? And mm-hmm. you've predetermined that in order for, to, for you to get more money, you're going to bargain our health and give us shit food, mm-hmm. right? If you ever go to McDonald's or any of these places and you read in the window, it's like in the window, it's a small little sign. Like that California says, Law California, 21 or something like yes, that. Yes, you mm-hmm. may be exposed. Uh, these can be cancer causing. That is crazy. And it's like, nigga, we literally eating cancer. <laughs> That's why I get my food fresh when I go there. Because mm-hmm. if I'm going to get cancer, it better be fresh. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. God damn it. I want fresh cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some fresh cancer. Look, you want to know what's crazy? Check this out. And this is not to be a joke. It's the truth. You see how funny I cracked a joke on cancer, mm-hmm. right? And you laughed and you cracked a joke on cancer. <laughs> My father passed of cancer and yeah. I got thick enough skin to take a goddamn joke. My grandpa has pancreatic cancer right now. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. What's wrong with some of you motherfuckers, man? Yeah. You motherfuckers so uptight, like, oh my God, don't talk about don't talk about overweight people because my mom's over she suffers with overweight. Tell her stop eating. It was a big girl that they <laughs> it was she was trending because I guess they I forget what she's trending was, everywhere. Go ahead. Yeah, she she yeah, she hanging everywhere too. Uh, she was just, uh, I guess it was one of those situations where they made her buy like two seats or something like that. Oh, fuck. But they recorded her walking through the aisle and she dang near got stuck in the aisle. Whoa. And she was a big one. Should have made her pay for three seats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She like, uh, you know, like um, when you when you catch a when you catch a flight in your bag is like over 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like you got to pay a little bit of extra. So they probably made her pay a little bit extra. She wow. exceeded the weight limit. Wow. I mean, hey, dude, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can sit there getting mad at it, but mm-hmm. I mean, it, <clears throat> there's that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but uh, uh, back to the matter at hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's okay, man, when these lawmakers do this and they, they're voting on this shit and they're doing all this stuff and it's sometimes it's right under our noses. Yeah. And it's like, man, this is not okay. Mm-hmm. And you know who I feel for? Because the the road work that they're talking about, me, um, in 2015, I used to do work on a road construction. I was, I was, obviously I was still a truck driver. What the hell is that noise? Somebody, it's probably somebody on a bike. 
You know, you know, you live. You know that you're you're like in a lower end of town when you hear people driving by on bikes with with boom boxes on them. Yeah. yeah. It'd just be a random nigga on a ten speed playing E forty. I can't wait to move to Seven Oaks. Man. Yeah. I'm be so happy. I'm gonna put a big old gate with electricity on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. With don't, a little voltage sign on there too. Yeah. This is how yeah. I, I'm gonna have a dog and electricity on my gate, man. It's a thing next to our church, and it has like this, like the voltage, uh, you know, signage on there. Like, do not hop this gate. You gonna get electrocuted. I'm they gonna be like, excuse me, sir. I was wondering, close the gates. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy part, is, like the the thing next door, it's a, uh, it's like a, um, I think it's like an electronics company and a solar panel company. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm wondering, like, why is it such highly, you know, secure? Like, is that I don't know if they, like, people could steal the equipment and recycle it, or like, mm-hmm. what is? Yeah, I don't know. But, I have no idea. Yeah, you would think that it wouldn't be that. You know, you would think it would have a gate, but not that highly secured. All I know is eventually me and Keith are going to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You just go, <clears throat> go to a place that's a little a little less problematic. Yeah. A little yeah. safer to walk outside when we leave. Yeah. We have to look around and whatnot. Yeah, because there's, a, there's a, um, <clears throat> uh, one of the uh, women that runs a pretty successful clothing business. Mm-hmm. She has um, she has a office space on the first floor, yeah. and whenever I come here and I see her, I purposely <clears throat> stay outside. I purposely mm-hmm. stay outside. Hey, you need some help? She's like, maybe I can get it myself. I said, you sure? Mm-hmm. And I do that on purpose, not only to help her, but to make sure she gets in the fucking door safely. Yeah, she just be here with her daughter. Yeah, her daughter. With her... and her daughter don't be paying attention. She be on the phone and whatnot. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. and then and then once I close the door and stuff, I know that. I, because I, I pulled a bunch of shit off. She's like, um, I guess I could do the rest. I said, No, no, we're gonna get it all off right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't live with myself <clears throat> if I leave a woman out somewhere and she gets hurt or punched or yeah. robbed or something. Like, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't live with myself. Yeah. So I'd rather help her out. Yeah, yeah. some homeless nigga walking around wearing all her, all of her clothes. You don't want some random homeless guy walking around with an erection. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> Sounds crazy. Them homeless erections is different. <laughs> it, it was a comedian cracking jokes on the homeless, but it mm. was really, he's like, I don't know what it is about them homeless, but they got huge cocks, bro. <laughs> I was like, this is wild, bro. That's crazy. That's a crazy He's story. like, that homeless dick be hit different. <laughs> I was fucking dying. They <laughs> <laughs> probably, man, you would figure somebody, I don't know, man, would you really be homeless if you was if you was packing like that? Oh man, you know they always be on some of the porn now. They be having a little the email address or the, the phone number you can call if you got a, you know if you if you packing. What? Uh, yeah, so they'll they'll have the thing on there like if you are nine inches or above, like call one eight eight eight. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're eight inches or above, call eight 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 eight. If you're nine plus inches, call eight 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 long dick. Yo, bro, if you if you really like one of the people that like that twelve inches or something, you shouldn't even work a job, man. Just go do porn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You man, you got especially if you're not like if you're not the smartest person in the world. If you just like a if you an average human being and you really packing. And you broke, like you doing yourself a disservice. You might as well just do it. You got a foot long dick, man. You might as well just go and just make some money, man. Mm-hmm. Especially because it's it's sad because all that blood is going from your brain to your dick. Yeah. So you got dumber. <laughs> each direction each made you even dumber. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> 
But um, I think with the roads, the the sad part about it all is it's going to end up in the hood. You already know, like they're going they gonna find you. Know, they're gonna start patching up all them potholes and all that other stuff that normally be in the hood with all that toxic ass. Yeah, and stuff streets like that. gonna be glowing green like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Radioactive greeny green yeah. fucking roads. The reason I don't think it's gonna happen though is because, like you were saying, it not only affects you know the. You know, like I was just suggesting that it might be the might go in the hoods, but it's not only going to affect those people; it's also going to affect the the truck drivers and fuck yeah, you know, different unions. I'm sure there's some unions that, that have to pave the roads and stuff like that's that. That's what I was going to get into before I sidetracked myself. But in 2015, I was a I used to haul dirt, rock, asphalt, and mm-hmm. um, like wash sand. So mm-hmm. we did road construction. We bring loads of dirt or loads of asphalt to put then put down and. They would spread it out and pave it, right? Mm-hmm. So when you when you open up your window and whatnot, um, you'll be breathing in all those toxins, man. Mm-hmm. And that ain't safe at all. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's just a bad. That's just a. Oh my god, there'll be so many people really sick doing that. Yeah, yeah, that ain't that ain't it, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got to stay out of Florida. That's the biggest. That's yeah. the biggest lesson. Florida been fucked up for a minute, but DeSantis really. DeSantis is basically trying to prove that he about that action right yeah. now. He's mm-hmm. doing shit like this man done literally. He didn't. He ain't kicked all the Mexicans out, but he basically did. Yeah. He basically stated like, if you're undocumented, you can't work here. Mm-hmm. Now it's a bunch of infrastructure that's never gonna fucking get finished mm-hmm. because what people genuinely rely on uh, immigrants, mm-hmm. uh, migrant workers. Mm-hmm. So much to the point that no one else does that job but them, mm-hmm. and then you boot them out, and now you can't get anything done. Yeah. Even, even, even the same like right wing people that be like, build the wall. We mm-hmm. gotta get the Mexicans out of here. Mm-hmm. They not dumb enough to literally do it because they know that their business will go down the drain. Yeah. yeah, bro. If if every migrant worker decided not to work or just leave or something, nigga, it'd be ninety dollars for a salad. Yeah, especially here in California, like the agriculture here is, you know, the biggest, you know, biggest in the world, pretty much. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that's wild. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've got nothing else to say on this matter. I think yeah. I think it's safe that we could wrap this thing up, man. Actually, yeah, let's do it. It's already dang near midnight. Yeah. Well, um, folks. Uh, oh, before we get out of here, I always got to make sure I remember to shout everything out. Mm-hmm. Make sure you head over to ATM Pod on Cash App for a friendly donation. Mm-hmm. Um, also, head over to YouTube at a Trucker's Mind Podcast to check us out with the visual content. Yes, sir. Um, also, head over to the Instagram. Oh, YouTube has like a, a podcast section on their thing now. What do you what mean? I don't know what that means, but like they have a... You can specifically upload a podcast to oh, YouTube. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It doesn't really change anything for us, um, but I think it probably changes the way their algorithms and stuff I are think set that's up. cool because we, we don't want to be blended in with those YouTubers. Yeah, exactly. We're not YouTubers. We just have a podcast that happens to be on YouTube. We've been doing this shit for years before we posted anything. Yeah. Because YouTubers are different. They'd be like, hey, what's up, y'all? My name is Zach. We're yeah. about to do it. It's like, no, we don't do that here. Mm, yeah. we, don't, we don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or, or head over to uh, a Trucker's Mind Podcast on Instagram, A underscore Trucker's Mind underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. And that is it. Oh, also head to a Trucker's Mind dot com mm-hmm. uh, to get you some merch. Yep. We got merch on there, a Trucker's Mind dot com. We, we got some nice, high quality, high uh, quality, embroidered, stitched NFL style 
um, caps. Uh-huh. Okay, so Fire. head on over there and mm-hmm. uh, grab you some hats. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. If you made it to the end of this episode, we appreciate you. Uh, thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fitz. We're out of here. Peace.